All right, and welcome to World Class Sports. I'll be your host today. This is Rico. He's going to go ahead and thank our platform anchors for hosting us show. And our other fan class who have been chiming in here from a week to week basis. Um, today's show, basically, we're just talking about um, one of the greatest, I think, playoff series to ever be played in the NBA as far as the first round series is concerned. And that was 2009 NBA Eastern Conference um, oh, first round matchup versus the Boston Celtics or the Boston Celtics versus the Chicago Bulls. Um, the one thing that I kind of take away from this particular series is the fact that it probably, to me, had some of the best shooting that I'd ever seen in a playoff series. Um, and then it also, too, I think it was probably the, I think, probably the upstart to me to Derrick Rose's career, you know, which he basically goes on to obviously be an MVP for the Chicago Bulls, where there's only been one MVP ever besides Michael Jordan. But, you know, just from the onslaught or from the on start of the game, you know, and from the first start of the game, first, first, first game in the series, you know, Derrick Rose really established himself when he had the 36 and 11. And then you have Rajon Rondo with the 29 and 7. And so the one thing that I remember from that first game is just that it was such a back and forth game um, between the two. And the one thing that I loved about Chicago and what they were able to do is kind of they came into a Boston Celtics, um, you know, arena, which is always tough to play in um, in a playoff environment. I think in any decade, you know, Boston is probably one of the toughest places to play in the NBA. And so, you know, for a team to come in, you know, after, you know, this is a team that I believe had just won a championship or so. And for them to kind of come in and establish themselves early like that, you know, that was the, the number one takeaway that I took from that game. You know, the fact that, you know, Derrick Rose, I believe, set a rookie record in this game, if I'm not mistaken, as well, um, with the points scored and everything like that. And the way he, he really ran the club, um, you know, because this was a team, the way Chicago was constructed at the time, you know, you had guys like uh, a Joe Kim Noah, who essentially to me, you know, he's nothing more than an energy and hustle guy. Joe Kim Noah was never a guy that you were going to be able to feed the ball to and he was going to go out and get you 20, 30 points a game. He wasn't like that in Florida. Um, and it certainly wasn't his MO. But, you know, the thing that I loved about this and what Coach, you know, Del Negro had with this team is just they were young. They were young. Um, they ran. And the sets that they ran were fairly simple as well. And so, you know, besides Derrick Rose having a good game, Another highlight to that was uh, Ben Gordon. And uh, many, you know, probably don't remember who Ben Gordon was. Ben Gordon was a terrific player who came out of uh, UConn. Um, he actually, I believe, got a chance to win a national championship, if I'm not mistaken, uh, with Emeka uh, or Okafor. I remember his last name is uh, Okafor. And he was actually a center and he was a top pick for the uh, Charlotte Bobcats at the time. But the one thing that made Ben Gordon very dynamic here um, throughout this series is just the fact that <clears throat> he had a terrific handle for his size and I think Ben Gordon was actually listed at about 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, something like that but in real in realistic times I mean he was probably no bigger than probably what Kimball Walker is um, but the thing about Ben Gordon was he was really skilled at not only handling the rock but he was really skilled at getting his shots up over bigger defenders so you know a lot of times Ben Gordon to me he played a lot bigger than what he really was 
And because Ben Gordon was such a valuable piece at the time, you know, many probably don't remember, you know, Ben Gordon was actually sought after by the Lakers. Initially, they were going to make that deal where, you know, Kobe Bryant was going to slide over to the Bulls. He was actually one of those pieces that the, that, that the Lakers actually wanted in return for him, you know, because he was such a valuable piece. Um, you know, and another thing too, that kind of stuck out to in this particular game uh, to me was just the invaluable effort from Tyrus Thomas. Um, you know, Tyrus Thomas, to me, uh, <laughs> and this is the one thing I'll have as a beef as a Chicago Bulls fan, you know, instead of picking up LaMarcus Aldridge, you know, they traded LaMarcus Aldridge for Tyrus Thomas. And the one thing about Tyrus Thomas is that, uh, you know, he was extremely athletic. He really was. He was extremely athletic and he had a lot of upside. And I'm not sure if he ever really necessarily got that potential. But the one thing that I did love about his game during this particular series is this: he had he had this uncanny ability to kind of knock down that 10 to 12 foot jumper consistently. And because of that, he was able to kind of keep the Celtics um, kind of off guard, you know, for the most part. He he didn't have to necessarily battle with Kevin Garnett because during this particular seven game series, Kevin Garnett was out with the knee. Um, you know, that's why this this Boston Celtics team, to me, they had still a lot of that championship swagger. Um and that they got it back because, you know, after this this year, they actually would go on to face um, to face the Lakers in the championship again. But, you know, you could just tell that without Kevin Garnett, they were really they were fighting from the onside. And this is why I'm so high on Doc Rivers and his ability to coach up a roster and stuff like that, because he was able to take the pieces that he had to, to get through this seven game series. And, you know, the one thing that I'll remember here about this series, you know, for me, the two things that will really stick out is the way Rajon Rondo played, it it really cemented to me what his value was to a club. You know, you hear all the stories about him looking off Ray Allen, you know, him having... um, having, you know, headbutting with certain teammates, um, you know, the stubbornness and things like that. But it was that type of, of demeanor, it's that type of swagger, is that type of, um, how can you say it, attitude that really set, I think, Rajon Rondo apart and which is really what helped Boston kind of get out of this series. Um, you know, he shot the ball terrific. I think he did a great job of getting to the cup. You know, in this particular game, you look at some of the stuff that he was doing with the 29, you know, the nine boards and the seven assists. He was kind of everywhere. You know, besides that, you know, he really kept guys like, you know, Ray Allen fed. He kept guys like Paul Pierce fed. Um, You know, and many people probably don't even remember Glenn Baby Davis, who actually played a big role in this particular uh, series, you know, because Kevin Garnett, he didn't play. Um, they didn't really get a whole bunch of um, contributions from a Brian Scalabrini. I think he did play like a little bit, like maybe a game three or game four, stuff like that. But, you know, it, it was just it was a terrific series, man. It's just one of the best series that I've ever seen. I've never I've never quite seen like so many uh so many jump shots just go in under so much duress, man. You know, one of the things, too, that stuck out during the series, I think it's probably like a game three um, where they went into the triple overtimes. And 
those were incredible shots, man, that I've seen between, it was like a, almost a shooting duel between Ray Allen and, and, and Ben Gordon, just going back and forth, back and forth. Such energy from the crowd in, in both places too, you know, whether it was Boston or Chicago, um, you know, just the up and down, the up and down, the up and down. And then, you know, just looking at some of the, the valuable contributions from guys like John Salmons, you know, people don't even remember John Salmons. You know, John Salmons is a guy that came over from Philadelphia. Um, you know, I think he was a midseason trade, if I'm not mistaken. And the one thing that I remember about John Salmons, man, was just his his he, he had this he had this terrific uh kind of mid-range jump shot, man. And it it's his game was it was so relaxed, he's so poised. I remember he always wore his headband. And, you know, it was guys like him, you know, that really, you know, kind of stood out, you know, for the Bulls. Um, you know, another guy that was really, really big in this series too, and another guy that I was kind of high on as well was um, um, Kirk Heimrich. You know, the one thing about Kirk Heimrich and why I think he'll always be a bull is just because I remember him when he was in Kansas, and when he was in Kansas, and Coach Roy Williams, um, who now is the North Carolina coach, coached him up. Um, I remember him playing in the NCAA tournament, man, and he just played so gutsy. I remember it was one time he had had a, a stomach virus or something like that. And Kirk went out there and shot the lights out. You know what I mean? And throughout this series, man, like it was just like his kind of toughness. He wouldn't back down from Paul Pierce. He wouldn't back down from that. Um, they, they was like It's almost like Boston was kind of like the, the, the bully to Chicago. You know what I mean? It was like Chicago kind of came into this series. You know, they hadn't really won anything in years. They hadn't even really been good in years. You know what I mean? This was after so many just terrible years, you know? Because um, Chicago had had so many heartbreaks since Jordan had left. I mean, you know, they went from, you know, having a guy like Jason Williams, who's on ESPN, who shattered his leg, right? Um, unfortunately, when he ran a, a motorcycle into a tree, you know, stuff like that. And just terrible picks like Marcus Pfizer, you know, Jesus, that was most probably one of the worst picks the Bulls had ever made. Um, you know, guys like Ron Mercer, who played there, Brad Miller, um, you know, the Bulls even had Ron Artest on the roster at one point in time. Actually, he was a rookie. And believe it or not, the Bulls had a guy like Jamal Crawford. Yeah, that's right. Jamal Crawford, who was a former sixth man of the year. Jamal Crawford, who gets buckets. Jamal Crawford's Mr. Four-Point Play. And it was funny because they got him out of Michigan. And here's a guy, he wasn't even... He, he was a troublemaker coming out of Michigan, and the Bulls took a chance on him. So, I mean, so many ups and downs and things like that, man. And so for the Bulls to get into this thing, you know, I just think that this was kind of like the turning point for the Bulls, man. And I know it's kind of – if you're a Bulls fan now, they're kind of in a, in a down down turn, you know, with what the hell's going on with the franchise and everything. But to me, you know, this is this is what kind of got it started. You know, this is what kind of got it started with the Derrick Rose, you know, the 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 Jimmy Butlers, um, the Joe Kim Noahs, the Paul Casals, uh, Lou Aldang when he was playing good basketball. Um, you know, Kirk Heimrich, we just talked about him a little bit too. Um, you know, Nate Robinson, um, you know, Coach Thibodeau, um, you know, Carlos Boozer, this kind of kind of was the, 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 the coming out party, man, for the Bulls, because it was like the Bulls were just they were always a tough team that kind of kind of fought, 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 fought. But 
this was kind of their, their coming out party, you know, and this was to me, I think for Boston, what I remember from this series is that, <clears throat> you know, when you talk about championship teams, you talk about, uh, you know, what it takes to be a championship team. It taught you that, you know, it's just more than just the players themselves. It, it really is just a mentality, you know, because I think that had that been any other team, you know, had they had lost a guy like a Kevin Garnett, you know, and been coming into the playoffs kind of wounded, uh, because I do remember throughout that season two for Boston, just it was complete decimal. You know, I mean, when when uh, Kevin Garnett did get hurt, it was in Utah and they had to take him off. He limped off or whatever. And he had the bad tendonitis. Paul Pierce had missed some games. Um, you know, just just the, just a whole bunch of stuff, you know, and I I think maybe they had even picked up Stefan Mulberry kind of late in the in the um, after the, the buyout bargain and stuff like that. So, you know, for them to kind of come in and make the run that they did make, um, you know, it just it showed me, man, just what a heart is of a champion, man, what a heart is of a champion. So, um you know, that's, that's really kind of it. You know, I know I'm kind of rambling on here, just going back and forth between the history and kind of what what led up to these clubs kind of getting here and everything like that. But, you know, to me, if you can go back, check it out, the highlight clips, I strongly, strongly, strongly suggest that you check out this one. You know, I think it's right up there probably with, to me, um, you know, maybe we'll talk about it on the next show, but it, uh, it's right up there with the Denver Nuggets and the Seattle Supersonics, right? Um, you know, if anybody's familiar with that, you know, that's where Seattle, I believe, had the best record in the league, right? They had like Gary Payton, they had Sean Kemp, um, Deadless Shrimp, if anybody remembers him, had all these weapons out there. And they had George Carl, who was the head coach, number one seed in the West. And they let an AFC Denver Nugget team come in and upset them. Incredible. So, Anyway, you know, first and foremost, I just want to thank all our um, fans out there. I want to thank Anchor, our platform out here, um, for giving us something to talk on. And so, yeah, check it out, man. Chicago Bulls um, seven-game series in which the uh, Boston Celtics, as it pains me, won this series um, four games to to three. But uh, terrific series. Check it out on YouTube. And uh, yeah, man, we'll be back, man, to talk about some more shows, you know, or some more shows, some more games, actually. So, you know, kind of digging into the uh, highlight reel a little bit more, you know, perhaps we're able to find um, some NFL clips, uh, something like that. So just keep digging in the highlight reel, man, as, uh, you know, sports is kind of really on a hiatus here. So for myself, it's Real Talk Sports. We'll be back.